Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Agent Carter fans! Welcome back to the AfterBuzz TV Agent Carter After Show. I'm your host, Zach Wilson, and we're here to talk about a little song and dance and in Ed, The Edge of Mystery. Oh, gosh, guys, we just watched two hours of Agent Carter again for the second week. So much to talk about. It's a movie. We just watched a movie. Yeah, basically. I mean, like, not nowadays, because most movies are, like, at least two and a half hours Two and long, a half but, hours, you know, which is weird. Either <laughs> way. We watched a 1970s movie. Yes. <laughs> Guys, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Thank Taxi you driver. so much for joining us. We are so excited to talk about these episodes. Make sure you've subscribed to AfterBuzz TV on YouTube, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, all those places. You can follow us on Twitter. Support us. Subscribe. Link. Like like it. Thumbs up. All the things. Thumbs up. All the, the things. things. All of the things. Guys, but stars on iTunes. It's, it's time, part. But it's time to talk about our, our good friend, oh, Peggy Carter. Our girl. So you can tweet at me personally throughout the week and throughout the show. I've got Twitter open. i got the chat roll. That Zach Wilson. Now let, you intru- let me introduce my panel, Megan Salinas. Hey, guys. You can tweet at me at the Mangwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I'm Emma. Are you gonna introduce? You said let me introduce. Well, my I figured panel. like you can go down the line. Perfect, great. I'll introduce myself. I'm Emma Fife. You can follow <laughs> me all over the internet at Emma Fife. Hi, I'm Jesse Klein. Introducing myself. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JessKlein1. That's J E S S K L E I N. The number one. And j- <laughs> due to the the calls from the chat roll, I will put the hat. I was on. About Yay! To say, it's really hot in here, you guys. It's really hot. It he suffers for weird. you guys. Mm. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's let's dive into this one. Mm. Oh boy. The edge of mystery doesn't it just sound like one of those old timey radio yeah, like radio sure. dramas? Yeah. Join Agent Cutter in the edge of Jump mystery. mystery. Yeah. yeah. I would listen. So I would listen to that radio program. I absolutely would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of my first notes I took on this entire thing was just so many sads. Oh, so many sads. There's so many sads. There's so many emotions in these two episodes. Because yeah. we go from like, oh my god, no, to oh my god, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in front of my eyes. Right. I think everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, and trust me, we will get into that in a little bit. <laughs> to just like, what? Yeah. yeah, no, serious mood swings watching this show. <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. Because it's true, there were so many emotional... I mean, it started on such an emotional note with the flashback to what was literally happening 
with Jarvis during some scenes we saw in the first season. And he's having Back this conversation. Back when Anna was still off screen. Exactly, when we didn't see Anna on screen. And so we saw, like, what was going on with them. And this sort of double life he was kind of... Pre- he was, like, basically pretending to have this really normal, kind of lovely it, Kind life. of a lie by omission, as she yeah. kind of points out later on, where he's not... Be, he's not lying, but he's being honest. Right, but, but he's the not, same telling time, not telling the, the truth. truth. Yes. You're not being truthful, but I am uh, being honest. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ah, which, by the way, no one should ever use that. Yeah, be, just just be honest. Just guys. honest across the board. That's <laughs> I, honestly, I have to admit, uh, the men on this show not so good with the with honesty. That being said, <laughs> well, he lives. What? He spends a lot of time with Howard Stark. This is like, true. Okay. This is true. By Probably. those standards, he's about the, the most That's honest true. person ever. Well, okay. and, and like for the sake of decency, he should probably omit things. Yes. Because I imagine Howard Stark, he lives he, quite a life. You know, that's true. I actually forgive Jarvis a little bit now that I think about that. But I, I do want to say wonderful, wonderful performances. This is definitely oh, the most... Yeah emotional performance we've seen from a lot of the actors uh, in this season, in these two episodes. And yeah, no, absolutely just stellar job this time around. It made me feel feelings. And anytime a show does that, I'm like, (laughs) good work, show. Yeah, um, why don't we we start off talking about not that we haven't started. uh, (laughs) Whitney and Jason, Whitney Frost and Jason Wilkes. So interesting. Because, th- I, like, I, I feel like I need to talk about all the craziness, all the yes, crazy Marvel science stuff that's happening in these two episodes. Yeah. Because, as unlikely as it is, these two have sort of become allies? In a weird way. I mean, it's, they're sort of like kindred spirits. Science in the, yeah. uh, in the name of science. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, and I just find Whitney to be such a compelling villain because not only, you know, did we see a little bit of her past and we sort of sympathize with her to a certain degree because all, cause I just keep thinking about how, you know, her mother for her entire life was like, stop working on your brain, you need to work on your face. Yeah. Um, and, and now to see her like being able to really embrace that, like, scientist side of herself is so awesome. So, like, you you kind of feel good. For, at least I well, kind of feel good for her, like, well, from that for, point of view. For her, it's being open about that side of herself with somebody else. Yeah. Any, anytime she, she is doing the whole science thing, it's always on her own yeah, in yeah, the back yeah. room, like, taking notes and having to be duplicitous. Right, but in Dr. Wilk she has someone who is on her level. And so I feel like it's been really interesting to just see her sort of be so crazy open about like how brilliant she is with Dr. Wilkes. Yeah. I'd also like to say on the the flip side of that, Wilkes is a really interesting character. Yeah. Like more interesting than he's ever been and I've always liked him. But now it's like we want to like this guy, but he admitted he was not being corrupted by oh, no. anything. He was acting out of his own self-interest. Mm-hmm. He would have killed Peggy if yeah. she did not, if if, Tom, uh, if Susan, Susan did, yeah. not, did not say where the radium, yeah. or like or the gamma, or the uranium was. Yeah. Though there's there's a lot of science. I was going to say though though, though, <laughs> to, though just to to speak to that scene for a second. To be fair. 
he made a very smart choice because he really didn't want to kill Peggy to bring Sousa into it because he knew mm. Sousa would never let him shoot her. Mm. Exactly. He's like, ah, oh, shoot. Uh, she called my bluff. I'm not going to shoot her. Uh, Sousa. No, I think no, he, I think I he think would have. I think he definitely would have shot her. He, He's he's acting out of his own interest. Yeah. He's, I think he is definitely not as... Uh, as clear a good person mm-hmm. as we thought he was. Oh no, he's definitely done some bads. I still don't think he would have shot her though. I think that he would have yeah, just hopped on out of the car a little earlier the second mm-hmm. he knew it wasn't going to work. No, I'm with uh, I'm with Jesse. Yeah, <laughs> like, divided on this table. Like, the table divides I, us. I, 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 I don't think he would have and I think it would have if he did, I don't think it would have sat with the way that they built the character. Um, not that he like couldn't get there. Yeah, not that he's that not capable his, of doing bad right. things. Not, but at this point in his story, it just it it would have rung not true to me. Well, and a little so while I think, later, I think it was deserved. Like him talking about not feeling like a human anymore, and yeah. like feeling like he like he's stuck in this cage. Like it, it seems like he was desperate to be. Coming to come back to humanity yeah. and would do anything he could to get back. Yeah, you I'm gonna, might say I'm he's gonna kind counter of, that feeling, though in a moment. Kind of feeling inhuman right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether to boo or so cheer to that. <laughs> but well, um, you know, he's no longer a man, so he's an X man. <laughs> You're not allowed to say no, that. X man, ex. <laughs> but um, uh, I'm going to counter what you said mm. about him pulling the trigger because later on, Whitney Frost has him strapped to a table and is actively torturing him, and he could stop it if he wanted to, but he still doesn't, <laughs> and he refuses to because quote unquote it will kill her. He's still trying to do the right thing even after that moment where he quote unquote would have pulled the trigger. I. Th- <sighs> Uh, I think it was more like he was afraid of her getting the power. No, no, because he, they're basically saying that I'm wrong about him not pulling the trigger because no. he wasn't willing to no, try. Because it. He okay, so, so, hold, so I think I think what what are what is it is what you're saying that he was willing to kill Peggy in order to basically go with Whitney to get all this done in order to stop Whitney. By taking this all himself. He didn't know he was going to take it all himself. Okay. Well, see, I can see that as a plausible motivation for him. But to what we've seen of this character so far, he just, he doesn't seem selfish enough to take her out for his own self-interest. If he's being driven, if he's being driven by the dark, by the dark matter in some way, and he's not even aware of it, I could see that too. But I don't see the character that we've known as Jason Wilkes going that doing something that selfish as act to actually kill someone that he cares about for more life, power for life like he's trying he's holding on to his life uh and i think i think what we've seen and he said by his own like he he said his, he said he was not being corrupted and that he would have pulled the trigger yeah. But we've seen plenty of characters that don't think they're being corrupted when they are. Especially on shows like yeah, but and I, Carter. I actually, and also we've seen plenty of people who said they would when they really wouldn't. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I, I don't think he was being corrupted by the Dark Force. I I do believe that he was legitimately acting of his own accord. Well, uh, go uh, ahead. <laughs> oh, like I was going to say, um, to your guys' point uh, about like the whole... Oh, dang it. 
I lost it. Dang it! Regardless of whether he would or right. wouldn't, I think his character was opened up quite yes, a bit more. I agree. For yeah. for him to even turn on them in the first place and put a gun against someone's head. Yeah. I don't th- I, number one, I don't think you put a gun on someone unless you intend to pull the trigger. Uh, number two. I think that just the act of doing that makes his character much deeper and mm-hmm. more interesting. That this guy Definitely. is that this guy is not this like we've been wanting him to be this love interest for Peggy. We've been wanting him to be this good guy. We don't really know this guy except through the guise of him wanting to help Peggy, mm-hmm. making her some sweet wine, <laughs> sweet science wine, and, uh, and then getting blown out of reality. Yeah. And, like, trying to find, like, trying to come back. And I think opening that makes him a really interesting character. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be a martyr. I don't know what his future is, but mm-hmm. I think I think Wilkes opened up. I want him to become Blue Marvel, honestly. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> That remains to be seen. Uh, regardless, I think I think this this episode in particular really made Whitney and Wilkes like even more solid as like a really interesting duo together. Mm-hmm. Like they had a very interesting like science buddies vibe. All in the well, name of science. Yeah. Well, yeah. and and I mean just to see you know sort of Whitney pointing out that that varying point of view, which is always sort of the issue in these types of stories where it's like, okay, so you're this person who has come into this incredible power that normal humans don't have. And it's like, you know, Whitney sees it as like, this is a blessing. This is, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And Wilkes is like, I just want to be a normal dude again. So yeah, it just, it just brings up that, that timeless debate. I mean, we're having this extended of a conversation about Wilkes is more than we've had all season. Yeah, yeah. no, like, he, he became infinitely more fascinating in this episode to me. Yeah, because he's not just like this, oh, he, mm-hmm. oh, shuck scientist who's yeah, no. gonna do the good thing and he's no. in love with Peggy. Nah, I'll he's look, got some ulterior motives. I, I will <laughs> say that, um, there, when, when you hit that point in this episode, it's always both like a little bit semi gratifying, but also disappointing when, like, previous episodes ago, like, we're talking, like, beginning of the season, we're mm-hmm. like, I don't trust this guy. He yeah. he could be working for the bad guys, yeah. or he's gonna turn on them, and then there's a moment when they do, and, like, there's part of you that, even when you didn't want it, or had stopped believing it, you were like, I knew it! <laughs> I yeah. knew he was gonna turn on them, even yeah. if, like, the previous week, you were like, I don't think it'll do that, but because it was in the back of your head at the beginning of the season, you're like, I was right all along. Yeah. Okay, now I can hear you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll um, take my hat off to you, Zach. <laughs> no, don't uh, clap. No. Don't clap for that. Um, but the other big thing that they've are t- they've talked about in this in these episodes it, it, between the, between Whitney and uh, Wilkes is the voice. Yeah. Oh yeah. The voice <laughs> the, um, the reality TV show with Christina <laughs> hosted by Carson Bailey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on NBC. Do, do you hear it? Yeah. Uh, if you listen, it will, Whitney keeps saying, if you listen, it will guide you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they, we don't, we're never treated to what it is they're hearing. Yeah. They're, so the show is intentionally holding back that information from us. I, I'm not sure what to think of it. Like, it, Dark Matter, it, as far mm-hmm. as, as far as we've learned about mm-hmm. it, is 
what makes up a another universe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing as antimatter in the in the in the real world. Right, like, right. It's this, subs, it's this thing that like doesn't quite apply, like regular physics as we understood them doesn't quite apply to it. And it's sort of shifted its way into our dimension yeah. via these tears. That can be opened with nuclear so, explosions. That can, be, <laughs> can only be opened with nuclear explosions. Um, or when Dr. Wilkes goes into a weird trance, like yeah. he's on LSD. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but so, what do you guys... Do you guys think that they are hearing a voice as a result of the dark matter? Or do you think that there is actually a conscious being on the other side? It could... Uh, I'm inclined, just in, again, not to reference Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. too much, but given what, like, a lot of the basis for this past season was, or at least the first half of this past season, I'm inclined to believe that there's a consciousness on the other side, although it could be that the dark matter itself is a consciousness. That was exactly what I was going to say. Although, and it's kind of nice, and I, I assume that the reason Wilkes heard the voice and not her was because she was giving him dark matter or dark mm. it's dark force right dark yeah, force dark zero <laughs> matter it's all the same uh, she was giving him oh, dark force to keep dark matter yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay <laughs> i mixed them up too it's fine sorry guys i, I had a moment too don't worry about it but um she's been giving him dark force to keep him solid to keep him stable in this reality right uh, and it's also nice too that once he starts hearing it because Except, We've assumed... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, except Wilkes, before she was giving in, like, episode three, was like, I keep hearing, like, this calling. Right, And right. he's like, I keep fading away, and something's calling for me. Well, I, I assumed that was more of a feeling as opposed to Whitney Frost having a conversation with an unseen thing in the corner I, in I a different episode. The language seems super specific. Yeah, because, I mean, what we, what we sort of saw previously based on on that conversation of like oh there's something calling to me is that it seems that and I, I think I said it on the episode that like the dark force is maybe sort of like the Borg where like everybody <laughs> is just like all kind of a single consciousness I don't know. Yeah I mean there's a lot of <laughs> options here. People in the chat roll are talking about the fact that Doctor Strange is tied to the dark force. Right. Yeah. Um, he is only in that the showrunners have sort of told us that he is he he in the comics he it mentions it and he yeah. manipulates um, it sometimes yeah, yeah. and as, as we've talked about before I checked in with uh, Matt Key mm-hmm. our resident uh, uh, Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange expert, expert yeah, <laughs> yeah. At, at, here at the After Buzz Network and Popcorn yeah. Public Family um, and he confirmed that like Doctor Strange and the Dwarfers are not like deeply intertwined right but it is like an, another dimension which is which is what he sort of frequents is interdimensional travel yeah so the voice I mean maybe this is sort of bending in ter- like combining different like dimensions yeah. and planes that Doctor Strange accesses so like I could I don't know how much they really want to start teasing this early but I mm-hmm. could see this like being some er- super early like mention of like a Dormammu type being yeah that's maybe not thinking. Dormammu himself because that's a really mm-hmm. weird place dropping on Agent Carter is like a really weird place to introduce that that's true but I Dormammu's see... the guy that like the interdimensional being that's like made of fire right is that his yeah, yeah. yeah. Is big demon yeah uh, uh, <laughs> I haven't heard that name since I watched the 90s Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> but if they, if they don't 
And and the only the only problem with that, like the the part of me that loves crossover and the idea of it's all connected, loves that idea. Yeah. But I think they're gonna have to pay that off within Agent Carter, at least in some yeah. way. And that's too far out to like drop and then just not talk about for two years. Well, the reason why I mentioned Blue Marvel and Wilkes is because I was thinking maybe the Dark Force is kind of the MCU version of the Negative Zone. Uh, okay. which which is a property that they've used with the Fantastic Four, which they, so Marvel can't use it in the MCU. Yeah, the negative zone yeah. is very tied to the Fantastic um, Four. But uh, Blue Marvel got his powers by getting sucked into the negative zone and then coming out through a science experiment. So I... Uh, I was thinking maybe if it's if it's like their version of the negative zone where it's all this power and yeah. like the negative version of our universe and that's what's calling them and that's what's empowering them. Like the negative zone itself has like almost a character in itself. So like I can kind of see that happening mm-hmm. with this dark force if this is the MCU version of it. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. That that could definitely be an interesting way to do it. I mean, I would be very curious to see what is on the other side. Yeah, um, yeah. But, a, bu- a bug, a bug, <laughs> like a big bug, just, <laughs> just like a giant fly, like, <laughs> like well, Starship Troopers bug. Well, that's what yeah. inhabits the negative zone, right? Yeah, yeah. Weird giant bug bugs. Race. Yeah. <laughs> the annihilation uh, yeah. wave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're getting into some weird deep stuff <laughs> there. I mean, I do like Starship Troopers. That's like yeah. a fun movie. Great movie. Um, <laughs> what will be interesting to see in terms of that is what they do going forward. If they if they're gonna, I would love if they brought this into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Um, and continue to utilize what's going on with Agent Carter in those worlds, regardless of yeah. whether or not Agent Carter's going to p- get picked up. Um, I don't want this stuff to get l- to lie around, and I would love for these two to more directly tie into each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so lots to cover. Um, we talked a little bit about uh, Jar- Jarvis and Anna... Um, but I want to talk about Jarvis and Peggy. Oh, oh man. Oh. It was... I mean, she was the one who sort of, like, called him out, basically, on the fact that, you know, he's, like, living in another man's house. And he goes home at the end of the day and pretends, like, he's not... Like, pretends that he's, like, not working for the SSR in any capacity. Well, and, like, in some cases, not work actively working against the U.S. government. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, helping to exonerate, you know, a traitor at right, one point. Right, right. All sorts of other under, you know, not lawful things that he's doing. Yeah. Well, in one of, like, the heaviest, like, sequences really big of, yeah. the, of yeah. this show Jeez. at all. Because, like, death on TV can be cheap. And like any anything that this show deals with, like even big, like wide, mm-hmm. like massacres, can mm-hmm. feel cheap. But it really, like, it was like intense to hear yeah. Peggy like reel into him. Like well, these are adventures to you. No, basically, I was. Exp- I mean, she didn't even say this, but what she's implying, like, this isn't adventures. This is war. Yeah, this yeah. is not a fun thing. This is life and death. This is. I do this not because like. I don't want to sit around my couch on Saturday. I do this because I don't have a choice. Yeah. Well, and I mean, this all came out of, you know, Jarvis basically being like, I'm going to drive you guys to go meet at these coordinates that Whitney Frost is going to be 
rendezvousing with Vernon at. And so it basically, uh, uh, I'm totally drawing a blank on the, the scientist, the other scientist guy, Aloysius. Oh, Aloysius. Samberly. Samberly. Um, uh, that basically Samberly has to stay behind because he's going to work on this, this, uh, gamma cannon and then they go and basically like Jarvis goes into this mission with the intention of killing Whitney Frost, even if it costs him his own life. And so this whole conversation comes out of Jarvis, like, blindly charging ahead and shooting Whitney Frost in the chest. Yeah, yeah. he just In the her. throat. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jarvis. Yep. Yeah. Cold-blooded. Yep. But at the same time, we know more of, you know, dramatic irony going on. We know more than uh, Peggy Carter does. So to Peggy sure. Carter, he completely overreacted because his wife is going to live. Yeah. He's going to be fine. He doesn't really fully understand what, like, true loss is from her point of view because she doesn't know the whole truth. Right. And I think also, Peggy Carter is a soldier. Yeah. Like, she knows what it means to take someone's life. Yes. And when and when it's when it's appropriate and when it's not like i think that was part of that huge argument and it's a thing that it's nice to be reminded every once in a while well, in the show yeah it's a major theme of these episodes especially because jarvis taking her tr- attempting to take her life right it was a big deal and then by the end of the of the second episode by the end of uh, uh the a little song and dance. Yes. I was like, which one was the first one? <laughs> Badge um, of mystery. Uh, by the end of the, uh, the second episode, dance, yeah. it was we were dealing with that again of like, when is it justified to kill? Yeah. Like, how many innocent people do you need to sacrifice mm-hmm. for, or how many how many people's lives do you need to save? To make sacrificing an innocent man worth, worth it. it, and like, what does that mean? When is it okay to kill in a war? And yeah. it's a, it's an impossible question to answer yeah. with it with a with a hundred percent. But listen, yeah. a, according to Samberly, it's okay to uh, kill Doctor Wilkes because he's evil now. Which is such a good like, which is such a good summary of like. When when you you go to war, you yeah. have to paint them as evil, yeah. Because otherwise, it gets very complicated, and yeah. killing yeah. becomes He's less not a black person. and white. He's a mustache twirly villain. It's yeah. fine, and that's and for Thompson, I mean, you have to give him a little bit of of credit. He is coming off of a war that yes. was that was very black and white. Mm-hmm. Even today, it, it it's very it's easy to look at World War Two as like the good yeah, guys and the bad guys. bad guys. Yeah, these. Like, in Europe, in the Pacific, less so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm yeah. yes. yes. the- uh, mainly referring to, to, to the Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Um, specifically, which is where we know. Well, actually, actually, Thompson was stationed in the Pacific, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but because Ooh. of the ties to the Nazis, it, it yes, yeah. yeah there was, a, was there was a division. It was well, a very yeah. Black um, yeah, but what you're dealing with now is a situation that is not black and white. No, and like each person is dealing with it from their own yeah. perspective and their own what what they are what they have learned and what they've brought to it. Yeah. Um Thompson, what is his ex- like main experience? He killed without thinking and was rewarded for it. Like yeah. he may regret that and we've we've, yeah. we've gone into that like uh in last season, but he still like for whatever psychological stuff is going on in him, he was he knows that if he does the acts on instinct and mm-hmm. kills people and asks questions later, 
good things will come of it. Yeah, every yeah. time Thompson's done something <laughs> morally questionable, he's been rewarded for it. That is true. I, I will say, though, he's not charging into this blindly. There is a lot of thought and, like, oh, really legitimately impressive strategy going into his yeah. plan. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you in some ways, it's like you almost... And again, it goes back to that, like, how many people, you know, how many innocents, how many people do you have to save to make it worth sacrificing quote-unquote innocence? Mm -hmm. Because basically, ultimately, Thompson's plan is to turn the the gamma cannon into, into, a, into a bomb. Yeah, that that thing. It's already a gun. Which would kill everybody that was in that building. Now, from Peggy's perspective, it's wrong because you're going to kill Dr. Wilkes and she's still convinced that he's totally innocent. But you, you sort of see... Thompson's point of view, given his background. Well, and Thompson's a soldier. Yeah. Uh, Wilkes put a gun on someone that was on, yeah. his, on his side and uh, surrendered mm -hmm. themselves to the enemy. Mm -hmm. Like, to to a soldier, that makes Wilkes yeah. an enemy combatant. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, there's a justification in that. Like, yeah. yeah. This guy is, he he acted he aggressively towards them, like, yep. where he could have easily taken one yeah. of their lives. He is, and he is now in control of a, like, a death, like, a, some kind of death bomb mm -hmm. yeah. that, like, only he under, even begins to understand. Yep. They don't know what they can do except to set off this bomb yeah. to control it. This guy has far too much power, and, like, seeing that he was willing to potentially kill someone... Not 24 hours ago. Yeah. I don't want to be... I don't feel like I am totally against Thompson's decision. Yeah, here. I agree. I yeah. actually feel like... And, I, and like, we got... A, 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 I got a, a tweet from uh, J uh, John Gittins, uh, who uh, he said, uh, I think Peggy is being selfish and stupid. Thompson's plan was the best. I wouldn't call her stupid in any no, scenario. No, me, me neither, but but, but no, perhaps... No, no, but, like, but the... But the at the end, I yeah. think not that she overall is stupid, but the decision right there to not go through with setting I, I off think, the camera. I will, I will I think, say, okay. I'm sorry. I think this lies in the dispassionate conversation. Yeah, where I don't think Peggy Carter ever acts in dispassion. Yeah. I think yes. no matter. I think the thing that makes her so effective is also the thing that makes her maybe strategically not always the best option, mm -hmm. which is she is always passionate. Yeah. And she is always considering the cost. Yeah. And she is always worried about what that cost is. Mm -hmm. And I think... So I think this is an example of Peggy not being dispassionate. Maybe being dispassionate is strategically the best way, but having a record of dispassion means you miss the point of why you're saving people in the first place. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I will say moral... Oh, unless you want to finish your thoughts. No, sorry. no, that was it. Uh, <laughs> I, um, the moral choices and the moral ambiguity of this decision and the strategy aside, we're operating under the assumption that the bomb will actually fix the problem. A mm. bomb going yeah. off could, in fact, have an adverse effect on the dark force that's there. Yeah. And, and could I mean, cause another black hole I was going to say, and we already saw that, okay, so, like, Wilkes basically got, like, sucked into the dark force, and then when they shot him with the gamma rays, like, he didn't get left behind. He, like... For all we know, he absorbed a whole bunch of gamma rays, yeah. so... And, yeah, I, yeah, it's not just any bomb, 
It's a gamma bomb. Yeah. In the Marvel Universe, yeah. we know just play with gamma radiation and nothing big and green <laughs> ripping your purple no, pants will ever happen. absolutely nothing dangerous yeah. about a gamma bomb. Yeah. Um, Only I mean, good things, right? Only good things. Yeah. In the in the MCU, they've I mean they've used gamma um, as, as part of uh, attempting to replicate the super the, soldier, the super soldier mm-hmm. serum. That's yeah. how uh, the the MCU Bruce Banner gets yep. his uh, powers. So I almost didn't, I was like. It's not. Is it power? It's is it? a uh, condition. <laughs> yeah, he would call it a condition. Um, but I mean, that's a. It's a cool thing. Like if you're gonna have radiation in the Marvel universe, it might as well be. I, 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 I do. Yeah. Um, I do love that. Like old timey ways of getting superpowers was always had to do with some sort of radiation. Nowadays, it seems to be like genetic manipulation is yeah. like the go to thing. There's an. Uh, uh, like a version of like Avengers Academy where they're talking about uh, how like all of the failed experiments all of the alien crash landings <laughs> all of the gamma bombs all of the mutations all just seem to happen in the United States <laughs> and, and no, like, no else in the world <laughs> Like, this is um, not evenly spread. Yeah. <laughs> and I why mean, and why superheroes are an American issue and that Americans have soup like a superhero army yeah. is really scary for the rest of the world. Uh, it's a it's a good it, read Avengers Academy. It's an old it's older, but it's good. <laughs> yeah. Um but so yeah, there there's a lot going on and the the gamma bomb is just it's this big set piece. And the biggest piece of it is this idea that they're going to use it and Vernon to, like, to sway the tide. For 90% of these episodes, we legitimately don't know who Thompson is playing. No, seriously. <laughs> because, triple cross. Yeah, because I was really happy. Was it triple? Quadruple? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to keep know. track. Because I was so happy when they, when, you know, he made the choice to stop Vernon from getting the uranium rods to bring to Whitney, like he legitimately tried to stop him, but then he got his memory wiped. But I don't know what he would have done with the like once he got his hands on them because he got these files on Peggy and he was gonna, which is basically what Vernon asked him to do. And then he was like, you know, and and again, it goes back to that whole dispassionate thing of like Peggy always, like Peggy is a compassionate person, like that is a huge huge part of her personality. And so basically, Thompson is saying to Vernon, like, you know, this is what the file says, but I don't really believe whatever it says in this file is 100% true about Peggy Carter, because I know her. And so... It was it was cool to be like oh he's he's still totally on their side and then when they go on the oper- on the mission to go meet up with them and the, you know they bring the gamma cannon along and you know both he and Suze are like do whatever Peggy says she's always right <laughs> but then do as Peggy says yeah I just I don't know what but, but then too well here's um, I'm sorry Megan go ahead. oh I was just gonna say that um, you know and then again. Because at the beginning of these two episodes, he's he seemingly is very weak-willed because he's being manipulated by mm-hmm. Vernon, and then it's like a two-sentence conversation with Peggy makes him go, oh, I know I'm doing the wrong thing, and right, then he's going right. back and forth on it. But the second he gets his memory wiped, and from that moment forward, 
he's very much like a okay, I'm not gonna I'm not getting pushed around anymore, I'm not getting manipulated anymore for the rest of this episode. And then smart on him, again, strategy wise, forward thinking, actually forward thinking for once in his life, <laughs> uh, to leave Peggy out of that particular loop in the conversation or in his plan because she would object yeah. to Wilkes getting killed in this scenario. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, here's my question for you guys. What do you think it is that Agent Thompson wants? Because that's what I'm having trouble putting like, my finger on. I know. Is, is trying to figure because I'm trying to figure I, out like what it is that he is, who he's, who he's actually betraying versus whose side he's is he on. And the question that I come back to is, what does uh, Jack Thompson want? Well, everyone in the chat's comparing him to Ward, like an Agents of Shield. And I think similarly to Ward, I think he wants to be a hero. Mm -hmm. I think he has gotten glory for not doing things the right way, for being a coward. And I think he wants to be a hero. And I think the idea of having someone like Peggy Carter do his work for him and save him drives him crazy. Like, he can't stand that that is what's happening. He wants to be the guy that saves. He's, he doesn't bring Carter in on that, not only because she would stop him, because, but then it would also be her plan. Mm -hmm. It would. It's all about him. He saves the day. He blows them all up. No one gets yeah. hurt. And, and, well, the three people that Quote, unquote, evil's punished. Yeah. Yeah. Evil is punished. All of the bad guys are gone. And he's he's the guy who saves the day. I think, yeah. what, I think what he wants <clears throat> is he wants, for once, for the, quote, unquote, Hard choice that he makes to actually be Matter. the right one. Yeah. yeah, 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 and 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 you know, so much of it too. I feel like Thompson's very like, okay, well, you have to do things. There's a there's a right order to things that Peggy completely defies, and I think that he wants his idea of what is right and good to be the solution. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, I don't think Jack Thompson, like, the more we see of him, I don't think he's a bad guy. No, I don't either. He's We've just, been he's, wanting to believe in him all yeah. season. Yeah, he keeps coming, he keep, like, the more he seems to go bad, the more he comes back and seems like he's, yeah, he's not that bad. He's Aww. just, like, he's trying, he's, like, de being dealt some, like, hard-to-handle cards that, like, anybody yeah. could, like, find themselves with, like, a weird situation where it's, like... Yeah, when, uh, like, the senator is coming in and saying, great job, and, like, basically giving you what you've been striving for, yeah. it's really hard to be like, nah, it wasn't me, it was totally this person, yep. for sure. mm -hmm. um, regardless of who it is, whether it's a woman, yeah. whether it's a man, whether it's your brother, like, it doesn't yeah. matter, it's hard to pass on praise. Yeah. And it, it's something that Peggy does, and it, we, we love and respect her for it, yeah. but that does, but it doesn't make it any easier for everyone else. No, and I think in some ways, too, that there is maybe a part of Thompson that, like, wants to be the hero so that he feels worthy of the past praise he's been given, which he knows is, is Peggy's to have, really. Yeah. But yeah. I think that... It isn't so much that, like, he wants her out of the way as he wants to be worthy of her in some ways, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, some people in the chat are saying, like, he, he wants power or he wants a seat on the council. I think that was a ruse. Like, he didn't want to seat on the yeah, council. Yeah, I thought that was a ruse. The first thing he did was after, like, he she was going to give it to him, mm-hmm. he clicked a button that he thought would have blown her up. Yep. Well, um, he wants to take down the council. Yeah, he, yeah. I, I think it... I think we're all kind of agreeing on that. He just wants yeah. to be legitimate. Yeah. Like and, he, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, that's it. Like he, he wants to be the guy that saves the day. Yep. Much like Ward in, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. still thinks he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And, like, still thinks that he's the guy that everyone used to think he was. Yeah. Now, I, I want to keep going because we still have a lot. We, we, we still have a, a few things to cover, and we don't have a ton of time. <laughs> so, um, I'm saving the best for us. Okay. We'll get to that. Okay. Can I say one we'll more thing? It. Yes. Or yes. just doing this and, you know, blasting the detonator or whatever. Like, that gets him the SSR back, too. Because Vernon and his yeah. crew were the ones like pushing the SSR around, so in his mind he's freeing the SSRs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> um, Winner across the board. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the other another big theme in this was that every uh, the stalemate that these people all have dirt <laughs> on each other. Yeah. Um, Thompson went to London and supposedly found got a redacted file. On something that Peggy had done wrong. Yeah. Um, Margaret Carter. Yes. In case there's anyone who was like, M. Carter. Yes, her name is Margaret. Margaret <laughs> is her full name. Um, I mean, do you guys... Th- Peggy claims that it was a forgery, that it was mm-hmm. fake, that it was so easy to get. I gotta be honest, I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. I don't... But again, I'm, I'm sort of in I'm sort of in Thompson's corner that there's probably more to the story in this file, whatever it is, than the file plainly states. But then again, maybe the big reveal is that Thompson's wrong and Peggy does have some dirt in her past. I don't know. Peggy was rolling with the Howling Commandos. I don't think they would kill all of the innocent. It said not a civilian was left alive. I don't think the Howling Commandos would massacre civilians. I would agree with that. <laughs> uh I don't think Peggy would stand for it. If there is something like that, then it must have been like they were all werewolves. No civilian was left alive. I mean, just they last, were all secretly Hydra. <laughs> just last mm-hmm. season, we dealt with uh, the the um, the canister that sent yeah. everyone into a rage. No civilians mm-hmm. were left alive, and I don't think that this file was related to that because obviously Thompson right. would have known what that was. Yeah. Right, but like we don't know what. Pet the situation yes. was so. There's a, there's a lot of extenuating circumstances we don't know of. It could have been a Leviathan thing where, like, yeah, something like some crazy experiment went off and yeah, killed all the civilians, and mm. then they showed up and went, "Holy cow, what happened here?" However, I feel like the conversation Thompson had with Vernon almost confirms that it was not a real file, where he says just because something said, like, basically says just because. That's real doesn't mean it ha- it happened. But that, this official right. document this says that it did. Real. Yeah, this official document mm-hmm. says that it's real, but that doesn't mean that it actually yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. The truth and facts are two different things. Yes. Yeah. This and so, paper makes it a fact. And I feel like Vernon yeah. planted that. I think I think Vernon mm. spent this entire these two episodes underestimating Thompson. Yeah, and I think I think that was part of his. Peggy was like, "That's does that even sound like me? Like that's not something I did." 
Obviously, it was a plant. Vernon wanted you to find it. How convenient. He sent you somewhere, and you found exactly what you needed to find. Well, that's and fair. To me, that sounds like that's just like real but smart we, thinking. Like, real know. quick, just like... I know how to make you doubt this. Well, no, for for me, I mean, the council has its fingers in everything. We know how extent they're the people that run the world. It would be so easy for Vernon Masters to send, like, to send a call or a telegraph. What how people communicated (laughs) internationally? The the whole thing was that Vernon ordered Thompson to to, uh, to discredit her. To discredit her. Yeah, but. If he was the one who faked the file, why would he send Thompson to England to, England. to get because, it? Because that's how you get Thompson to believe it. Well, if yeah. you hand Thompson that file, and Thompson isn't the one that who dug it up. I know. Like, that doesn't se- but here's but, my only thing, is it doesn't seem like something that Vernon needs to waste time on. Is convinced Thompson's on, at this point, at that point, Thompson's on his side. Yeah. He has no doubt. Thompson has shown so far, up until uh, that point, and like where we see him in this episode turn, yeah. he had shown no doubts in Vernon. He had, like, there was no, I'm holding back on, on going after Peggy. <laughs> You're forgetting, though, Vernon knows that Peggy has something on Jack. And so if Peggy Carter doesn't have any dirt that they can leverage, then you have to artificially create that. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I see what you guys are saying. I, I think Vernon's conversation saying that just because something's true doesn't mean it happened. I think that pretty much confirms that whatever it was didn't happen. Yeah, no, I think this is just... I mean, the, again, these are the guys that run the world... Interpersonal manipulation is just another day I'm, at the office. I'm not saying that they couldn't. I'm just wondering. Like, there's. A, I think there's a, some questions that make me doubt that they did. And I'd be interested to see what was in the file to see how truthful it might be. Yeah. Um, all right. Just because it's truthful doesn't mean it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Listen, <laughs> carry the one. <laughs> just do the math. But the truth. Is out right. there, guys. We know yeah. that much. It's a different show. Yep. Um, all right. We got to talk about that believe. amazing, oh, amazing my goodness. opening. I feel like I don't, I can't, on one of my after shows, I cannot remember if it was this one. I was like, yeah, musical episode. If it was this one, that's phenomenal. I say that on every after I show exactly. I'm on. <laughs> I could not, like, we were all just like, Holding our heads like what? Oh my god! In this the world. Megan Salinas could not sit down the entire <laughs> opening of that. She was too busy standing and holding her face like this, like, like that. Yeah, she just was, like she is right now. She was so full of joy. I mean, we <laughs> opened up in the black and white, mm-hmm. and her brother's there, yeah. and she's like, "Someone's turned down the color." Yes, um, and. She just walks into a mm-hmm. set. It yep. was, it was in- like a American in Paris. Like it was yeah. a, a, like the, that swinging door without a building. Yep. Like it was so cool. Yep. And she goes to the automat mm. and Angie's there. And Angie. So good. Now, I love this scene, but it left me a little disappointed. <laughs> I wanted Cap. I wanted oh, Captain America. Yeah, that's, yeah. Their whole thing is like, save that dance for me. And she's singing a song about the two guys that she split between. We also now see where 
Peggy Carter pushes all of the melodrama. Yeah. <laughs> she pushes it to the back, and then every once in a while she gets unconscious and has elaborate dance sequences. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. that that's how she works through her, yeah. her yeah. internal agony. Yeah. I mean, look, dancing for Peggy Carter after the events of Captain America yeah. Yeah. has a whole other, like, psychological it, level to it. Yes. It really does. And I thought, man, if we could have got Chris Evans just for, just oh, for a minute. Beautiful. Just Here's for a minute. Not even a minute. Ten seconds. Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing, though. Can Steve sing? If he can't sing... That's his number. He can't. I oh, mean, he would obviously be able to sing. Yeah. I mean, I would even be satisfied. He's Captain with, America. Yeah. He can sing. Yeah, I would even be satisfied with just. That's true. He had a barbershop quartet. Yeah, uh, like a shield flying by or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, for anyone who wasn't aware, this was actually like a weird, like ABC crossover with Dancing with the Stars. Apparently, a lot. Oh of the yeah, the backup dancers. Yeah, were dancing the with dancers. The stars yeah, uh, it was cool. Cool. Um, uh, Laser Tron is saying the dance proved that Peggy Carter no longer cares about Captain America. Cares is the wrong Aww. word. Yeah. No longer needs him as much as she did. She has let him go yeah. in a positive way. Yes, yeah. she has moved on. Um, yeah, I think it, it also might prove that you can't get a movie character to play that same character on TV. <laughs> on TV. That could mean and, a number of things. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. It's we not had true. Sif. On okay, so well, and Peggy Seth. Carter it yeah. was, did start. Yeah, well, she started in the comics. And Agent Coulson. Yeah. yeah. Any favorite moments from the dances? From the dance guys? From the dance. I think mine, favorite moments. I'll, I'll kick it off. Mine okay. was just when when oh, Haley sang. Yeah, it was. I melted. I melted. <laughs> I, I had to recombobulate myself to, I know, to get onto this panel. I know what mine is. Mine is when Jarvis showed up with yeah. the flamingos. Is that, is, that is mine as well. Bernard watch. Bernard, Bernard watch. We count four. Uh, uh, yeah, Jarvis in a top hat with scantily clad flamingos uh, was my favorite yeah. part for sure. And if I'm not wrong, Anna was one of them. Like, she was yeah, the one that was she, doing the splits on the like, bottom in front of him. Yeah. yeah. I, I gotta say, as much as I love mm. seeing. Angie, and as great as it is to see Dottie, Angie, and Carter yes. all in a scene together again, because we haven't seen that since season one, I gotta say, it was just the moment Susa tossed away his cane, <gasps> and the number started. I was so like, good. it's happening, guys! So it's good. happening! Also, also, there was a moment where it was like, Dottie, what are you doing here? She was like, because I'm the only one for you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that might happen. I'm uh, always in your head. I'm also, I mean... The, we're skipping into predictions, but I'm betting Dottie shows up in the next episode. Oh, for sure. She, she has to. to. She's on the loose. She's yeah. a menace to society. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, um, man. Any last thoughts on this episode, guys? Um, I know we probably didn't get to everything, so I want, if you guys had anything else that you yeah. want to talk about, talk to us in the in the YouTube comments. Mm-hmm. We were, we we're going to go through, we got some news and some stuff just real quick to drop. Uh, last thoughts, uh, Joe Manfredi got some really good characterization. I know. Yeah. Yeah. He's so in love with Whitney Cross, yes. but also real quick to violence. <laughs> yeah, oh. super, super crazy, but I really am on board with how much he's in love with her and him, you know, that, that scene he has with her where he tells her that, like, her 
her weird dark yeah, mark on her face it's is like a, a point of pride because it's, it's power. Like, he like respects her. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what like, He respects her as a person. And like, well, he's totally on board. And then mom. he walks She's away. A woman too. Yeah, and then, who tries to snap? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he like walks away. Don't hold the door for me. I'm not a woman. Yeah. 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 Like, he's so a hilarious weird. 40s guy. Like, perfect mobster. I love Ken right now. He's amazing. Um, I think with with that, um, like I said, any other topics, uh, and we'll still we like let's talk some news and gossip. Okay. TV news. Um, some big shakeups at ABC that have huge, huge, big potential to affect what is going on with not just Agent Carter, but all of of Marvel mm. on on TV. Um, the CEO is changing, and yeah. I, I can't say we don't have enough time to go into all that. everything yeah. about that. But just know, like you guys can look up articles and stuff to find out about it. But the but the the tide is changing, and uh, the rumors that we are hearing from around the industry, the rumors are not good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll like I I'm gonna be straight with you guys. The rumors that I'm hearing, like I can't not none of these are official. Of course, but but like. I'm I'm hearing cancel the word cancel being thrown yeah. around. My my friend uh, a friend of mine works at ABC and she's been sending me news articles all week long and she's very concerned <laughs> that all of this means the end of Agent Carter. She doesn't know, of course. And yeah. of course, no official you know no official press release mm-hmm. has been issued or anything like that. There's no word on the matter, but everything she's like, I'm really scared that this means that Agent Carter is going to get canceled. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's we uh, we don't know what's going on with that. Um, some other brief news that got dropped. There was um, some brief news that the uh, some rumors that the the Punisher series is not going ahead um, at Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, they are talking about like there's some stuff going on with uh, that we're going to get some de- new details about uh, Marvel's most wanted. Very soon. I mean, but the thing is, with the new CEO, we don't know that that's a thing still. That's only been in the pilot yeah. stage. It has not been greenlit as a series yeah. yet. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe I forgot to mention this to you guys. I was talking with someone I know who works at Netflix, and uh, the name Spider Woman is getting bandied around. Uh, it would be Jessica Drew, or maybe not even Jessica Drew, like a different name. That would be since tough Jessica, since Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones and yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. But the character of Spider Woman is being thrown around. Yeah, I, I will That's say, interesting. Um, IO9 it has reported that Most Wanted is on. Yeah. So it's it. We don't know what's happening yeah. there. So mm-hmm. I mean, hedge all your bets. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, we stay tuned, guys. I, by next week, I expect we'll have some more news on this. Um, but it, the only thing you can do now is to tweet at ABC, tweet at Agent Carter uh, Twitter account. Like send your send your fan mail, guys. Yeah. Like that's the only thing that you can really do to keep pushing this show to keep it around because otherwise. Um, I don't know that they're going to keep it around for well, a third season. And would this, if it does get canned, would that mean that this is the first uh, property from the MCU that has gotten the kibosh? Uh, I, I mean, mm, technically, the series, <laughs> like, like technically, I guess yes. 
Um, yeah. But Agent Carter was only supposed to get one season, so yeah. even this was a bonus year. Yeah, yeah um, that's true. So just remember that, guys. We yeah. were never supposed to get a second one. That's true. Um, so okay, we would have that, never gotten that magical musical number. No. Yeah, we wouldn't have. No. With that, let's do some quick predictions before we get out of here. And now. You're we're already over our time slot. Thank you, James. <laughs> Sorry. Our wonderful engineer. Um, yeah. Uh, now I'm just thinking about Spider Woman. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Um, all right. So next week it looks like it's gonna be nuts. Yep. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think? Everything explodes. Yeah. I think that. I mean, we ended, <laughs> we didn't talk about the ending of this. I know. Oh, yeah. No. Well, Wilkes I mean, Wilkes exploded. Wilkes blew up. Yeah. It looks like uh, Whitney's gonna get all the power and go on a rampage, and everyone's gonna team up against her. So I really hope that Thompson and Peggy get to work together in some capacity, so that like. Because I, I think Thompson has good intentions. I've been saying this every week. Whitney Frost <laughs> is on the loose. Yeah. Um, so we, we just, Who's from the previews, the uh, that she made it out of it. Yeah. The explosion. I mean, she's, we see her heal from gunshots. That's like, true. Yeah. I imagine a dark matter explosion near her would only make her more powerful. Yep. Yeah. Um, and potentially more insane. Yeah. Yeah, no, and especially if, like, people are actively trying to kill her, and, yeah, she gets a huge power boost. I still think that this season is going to end with her imploding into a black hole. <laughs> like, honestly, I think that even if they get... Even if they manage to fix the uh, the gamma cannon and try to use it on her, I, I still don't necessarily think that's going to stop her, or it's going to cause a black hole implosion. Mm. Okay, here's the scene. <laughs> Whitney Frost has gotten this dark dark force power. She's unstable. They've tried to stop her. She realizes that even she can't stop herself. Uh, she's exploding. It's about to take out all of Los Angeles. A flutter of pink happens. Burner, Burner. <laughs> <laughs> absorbs the power <laughs> and flies off into the Pacific Ocean and saves the world. <laughs> And then ends up in Paris yes. months in Paris. later yeah. with the love of his life exactly. <laughs> as Jarvis the butler looks on. <laughs> but um, but I will say that like it would be, I think just story structure wise, it would be very, and character arc wise, it would be really fitting to see her destroyed by the power that she Yeah, destroy herself. Yeah, yeah so completely. Ultimately, I think that's where we're yeah. going to be at the end of this yep. season. I agree. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, uh, in lieu of my predictions, I want to use my time to give some shout-outs to Yay! iTunes. Oh, right. You guys are so amazing. Thank you, yes, for, thank you, for, thank you, for, thank for, you. Rate, for rating and reviewing. Keep doing it. Uh, we have one more episode left, so one more chance for shout-outs. And next week, we're going to talk about, we're going to tell you how you can win some limited edition Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. slash Agent Carter posters <laughs> that we have lying around. Yeah. You're going to have to be here next week to find out how. So tune in live at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, but yeah, so uh, Lucivuge uh, Zero, seriously stop with the AC Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comparison. Great panel yes. for a marvelous Sorry. show. Um, I like the positive way they approach each episode. Um, we're not going to stop talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's a great show. Uh, uh, thank you for watching. But like, I mean, these are also, these are companions. Yeah, they, they all go together. Yeah. Um, the Lonely Wakandan. Great after show. Hey guys, great show. This might be a crazy theory, but what if Jack Thompson turns out to be Flash Thompson's grandfather? <laughs> 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 
That makes too much too sense. Much yeah, sense. That's actually really that's fitting. Legit. <laughs> Opening wow. the door for him, wow. joining Shield and becoming Agent Venom. If be we still get wow. my beating heart. If we get that's Agent Venom, genius. I will run through a window. <laughs> I will run through the window next to it, forming two perfect <laughs> silhouettes in the glass. Uh, and lastly, Mama Little Seven Mama says, Little best Seven. podcast Mama. besides Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mama. Um, can't believe this season is over already and by so quick. Well, it's not over. We have not one quite. more episode of Mama Little. Calm down. <laughs> um, you guys make my, my, my our drive to work a joy. Aww. Time to head back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and comment. Aww. Aww. The Shexter. Um, thank you guys so much yes. uh, for joining us for the Agent Carter after show. We'll be back next week for the finale of Agent Carter season two. Woo-hoo! Keep tweeting at us. We want to know all your thoughts. Comment below. Tell us, tweet at us throughout the week, throughout the show. Follow all of us in one convenient place. We follow all of AfterBuzz TV Marvel at ABTV Marvel. It's real simple. Yep. Real simple. Yep. Yep. To follow us, you can find uh, the stuff for Agent Carter, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Jessica Jones, Daredevil, which is coming back soon. And we're going to have stuff about that coming soon. Stay tuned for announcements about that podcast. So, ABTV Marvel on Twitter. Until next week, Jesse Klein, where can they find you? Guys, next week I'm going to be in my hometown, Portland, Oregon, so I won't be here. I will be active on the live chat. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the show. I love talking with you guys in the chat. I love reading all your stuff on YouTube. You can find me on Twitter at JessPine1. That's J-E-S-S-K-L-E-I-N, the number one. And I'm Emma Fife. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Emma Fife. And if you follow me there, you'll know everything I'm doing. <laughs> you guys can follow me on Twitter at the Manguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I also do a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. And follow me on Twitter. You'll find me. <laughs> uh, you guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all those places at that Zach Wilson. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. I can spell. Uh, and here after is on a whole bunch of shows and occasionally on Marvel Movie News as the voice of doom. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Zach Wilson. Thanks for keeping out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.